You're listening to The Nurse's Nook, hosted by Lorena Smith and Carrie Bolstad. These are real conversations about life. Today's topic is about fear. We invite you to go to our website at lbsplace.com where you can put your comments, learn a little bit about us, and see any future podcasts that are coming up. We'd love to hear from you because our most trusted voices are your voices. Welcome to The Nurse's Nook. Hi, everyone. Thank you for joining us today for our podcast. I am one of your hosts, Carrie. And I'm Lorena, the other host. Today, fear is going to be the topic. And before we start off um, having a conversation about that, I want to go to the Webster's or the Oxford Dictionary and find definition of that. So fear, according to the dictionary, is an unpleasant emotion caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous likely to cause pain or a threat. So that's the Oxford definition of that. But really what we want to do is explore fear as a general topic, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. We want to talk about what those fears are and uh, maybe cover the various types of fears that people have. Yeah, it's massive. It's such a broad topic. And I think it really would be wise to kind of start to narrow it down. And this will be the first of a three-part series on covering fear because this is such a broad topic. And as we move forward into our future segments regarding this topic, really kind of wanting to look at, you know, the next step. Once you've identified what those fears are, how do you move into it and begin to face that or deal with it? And then, you know, the the later episodes really kind of talking about acceptance of whatever result came right. from walking through that walking fear. through that yeah. yeah yeah was it good was it bad did it turn out the way i wanted and what would i do different next time or what new fears do i have so that's kind of the progression that we are looking at here but for today's purpose and for this conversation uh, you know that was the oxford dictionary for me i think of fear things that bring on fears you say real or imaginary you know as a little kid i had way different fears than i have now probably even a little bit more scary so what fears do you have as an adult if you're willing to share that what are some of the fears that you've encountered in your life that have really put roadblocks in your ability to move to the other side of that fears of failure is is a big one right that's huge yeah fear of being laughed at or being humiliated along with that you know the fear of putting yourself out there uh, being vulnerable only to not receive um, acceptance or whatever goes back to all of that i'm thinking just professionally i had a fear of not feeling confident in myself and believing that i could do a certain job so i didn't pursue other career opportunities because i had a fear that i didn't know enough or that i would have that fear of failure or um fear of looking stupid and then that whoever hired me having a second glance at me and going wait why did i hire this person so you know you talk about real or imagined i never have actually encountered that in any job that i have had but that was a imagined fear that i have that that uh, was so great that it prevented me until later on in 22 years into it before i made a decision to you know broaden my horizons in my career what about you you know i think about the biggest fear that kind of uh carried through into my adult life was actually fear of um, public singing, mm. if you can believe that, and certainly public speaking was a part of that. 
But the fear was so great that it literally um, manifested itself in stomach pain. Oh, wow. You know, now I'm sure that was brought on by, you know, the stage fright or whatever, fearing, feeling like I might mess up. Um, my voice wasn't good enough. And my family would always encourage me to sing, but I could not get over the stage fright. Mm-hmm. And so I would invent different maladies <laughs> so to get out of it to get out of it oh, right wow. exactly and uh because it was that terrifying to me and i know a lot of people certainly a lot of entertainers say that they suffer from stage fright mm-hmm. or whatever but they're able to push forward i wasn't able to push past that for a very very long time but as an adult um the same fears that you have you know certainly fears um, of looking stupid, mm. you know, um, feeling like people are laughing at you. People think that you don't know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are fears that grip you and really stunt you from being able to really kind of speak or to move forward in any way. They're paralyzing right. fears. Right. You know, what's important to me when you're talking about these things, you know, one of the reasons I wanted to cover this topic on our podcast is when I have conversations with people, I find that we all experience that. I would feel like I was the only one that inside I was terrified and I was, my heart was racing and I hated to be in a room where I would have to speak in front of others. Right. And as I began to have conversations with people, real conversations, I came to find that everybody that I spoke to about it was experiencing the same things. They say, "May yeah, I may appear calm on the outside, but that's not necessarily what I, I'm always feeling on the inside. And right. it's like, how do we learn as adults or people to mask, mask, you know, mask what we're feeling, not letting our emotions hide? Because truth be told, we're all a mess inside sometimes, <laughs> but we don't portray that. I look at some of the people that are the most confident, appear to be the most poised. And right. then when I ask them, they experience the same things I do. What is that that allows some people to push past their fear or to live in their fear, but still do it and appear calm. And then the other people you've seen, I'm sure many times we've seen people get in front of people and your hands are shaking and their voice is shaking and you can visibly see that they are just completely terrified by yeah. whatever it is that they're going to do. What, <laughs> what is the magic serum that, <laughs> that separates people that are able to put that mask on and 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 go out and really perform. I don't know. And that perform could be in front of a large group of people or it can be in front of a, lar- a small group of people or even just on a meeting um, being able to speak up. Yeah, I, I can totally relate to that. You know, when you really break it down um, and you really dissect your fears, you realize that yours is really no more or less unique than anybody else's really and so what's the worst thing you know I've tried to dismantle uh my fear what's the worst thing that could happen okay Mm -hmm. let's use the singing as an example the worst thing that could happen is I mess up but all singers mess up Mm -hmm. even very famous ones that are you know usually in in great you know performance voice or whatever they mess up Mm -hmm. so the worst thing that could happen is that I mess up that people may not enjoy it, but I'm not going to die. But mm-hmm. you don't, you don't really reason that through mm-hmm. when you're right. in the grips of, of your fear. You just are so afraid that you will not be 
whatever the perfect manifestation of whatever it is you're trying to do right and moment. then you know you do have uh, that that pain that goes along with it it's an emotional pain that it's comes humiliation. down it's humiliation and it's an emotional pain it's scarring like you said um it's tied to the the emotion i'm vulnerable i don't want to be hurt i don't want to feel that kind of feeling um, and I, the times in my life where I've had a fear of a rejection or fear of something along those lines, maybe I've messed up on, on saying something or doing something. Generally speaking, um, when I have taken the opportunity to be very vulnerable, it has been received well. When I've had a fear of whatever and I have faced it, more often than not, it has turned out well. Right. Well, I mean, and then you have the flip side of that where, you know, you mess up and in some way or another and people do laugh or you there is something about fear that makes you become hyper paranoid yeah. hyper paranoid that people are going to be talking about you all day about mm -hmm. what it is that you did or didn't do that was a mess up laughing at you yeah. you become so hyper paranoid that you now <laughs> that you give yourself that much importance. I am now the topic of every conversation. everybody's conversation today about what I messed up on. You become that uh, really crazy person who processes that and the humiliation is overwhelming. You just want to go hide yeah. somewhere. And that may not be the reality, but that Correct. is and that, fear, yep. real or imagined. You're yes, imagining exactly. that, you know, everybody thinks that you're just, you know, that was just the most terrible whatever um you know i have a fear this is a silly fear but it's still a fear i have a fear of bugs you know yes that so you well. do <laughs> <laughs> i have never gotten over i have no idea how i even developed that fear but i've never gotten over that fear now that fear is not imagined because <laughs> <laughs> it's very real it's very real <laughs> but that i would run and screech away from a insect that is that i'm like you know, I don't even know how many times bigger. Yes, yes. <laughs> is ridiculous to right. my logical mind. Right. But but you can't help it. I can't help it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So that's a real fear, fear of heights for some people. You know, whatever. Those are real fears. But again, they're just paralyzing fears. Well, and I think what you said there a minute ago is really important. It doesn't matter if it's logical to you or anybody else or not. It If it's not logical in that moment, you can't not still feel the fear even though it doesn't make sense so logic is really irrelevant when it comes to that although i do try to take your point where you say what is the worst that can happen and then try to work backwards from there and if i can in my mind reconcile some acceptance with whatever that worst outcome is then i find it easier to be able to move forward into that fear and i think that's yeah. really kind of what it comes down to. Am I willing to take that risk? Right. That's Am I willing to take the risk of knowing, whatever that yes. worst outcome is? Is right. it worth it to me? Right. You know, I use that tool. I, it didn't really work on me. I don't I don't think I had that logic presented to me in that way. But that is something that I have tried to impart to my daughter as she has grown up and gone through, you know, whatever fears and anxiety she may have about something. And I always use that. Uh, what is tell me now what's the worst possible thing that could happen? as a result right. of this. Right. And it usually 90% of the time, the worst thing didn't happen. Mm -hmm. So you now spend all your time 
you know, worrying about um, just, you know, going crazy over the what if yeah. because of the fear. What yeah. if, you know, right. and the what ifs rarely happen. I was terrified to, when I was pregnant, to have a baby. I was terrified. And I remember how I got through that was my, I didn't, I was able to use my own logic and, and thought about this and I thought hundreds of millions of women before me have done this. I am no different than them. I can do this too. And I've thought about that in that context in a lot of different ways and approached it of all of these people can do it. I feel like I'm an average human being mm-hmm. like they are. Mm-hmm. If they can do it, I can do it. And I take a deep breath and I've tried to do it. Not to say that I still don't have that fear. Right. And I know that the possible outcomes may not end well. Um, but I've reconciled in my mind or thought in my head. I understand what the worst possible outcome is and I'm, I'm okay with that. Whatever comes, hap- whatever happens, happens. Whatever happens, happens. And then, so then, how do you soothe yourself? How do you, <laughs> how do you prepare yourself to face your fear? Because you know there are a lot of people that are stunted and live. You know, if you have lots of fears and anxieties, you live in that space. You live mm-hmm. in that space every day, and makes you wonder, what have I not done because of my fears? Have they stopped me from living a full life? Have they? Do they drive my actions or inactions every day? They can really, really drive who you are as a person and what you avail yourself to. That is probably going to be for the next segment of our podcast. Because that in and of itself is a huge topic. I don't want to look back on my life and regret not doing something yeah. because I let fear stop me. And I that probably drives me more than anything. We want to say thank you so much for listening to us. I'm Carrie. And I'm Lorena. And a special thank you to our producer and editor, Aaron Dawes from Master One Productions. Hope to come back to you soon with another topic. That's right. In the meantime, be safe, be well. Be well.